0: We have a treat for you. You might remember them from Wizards of Waverly Place on Disney as well—the dad who lived in our screens, Jerry Russo, and also everyone's favorite best friend, Harper Finkel. Except they have real names. They're not just the characters they played on Disney. We have Jennifer Stone and David Deluise to talk to us about their new podcast, well, newish podcast—a must-listen for sure. Wizards of Waverly Pod, where they kind of take us behind the scenes. We get different perspectives. I mean, they do it all. So this is such an exciting conversation. I grew up watching them on Disney. I can't wait to jump right in. But before we do, if you haven't already, go ahead, smash that like button. If you're not subscribed, get subscribed. Don't forget to hit that notification bell. And with that, let's jump right in. David, Jennifer, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? <laughs> David and I David
1: and I always have this problem of like yeah. trying to be polite and be like who talks first? And he's always so yeah. nice because he's like ladies first. We're okay, we're really so good, Adam. Thank you for having us.
2: For now, forever, yeah. Adam, Jennifer, you are the lady. So you go first, always. How about that? Adam, thank you for that. having us here. Thank
0: Listen, you. Like I said to you before we jumped on to this, I remember watching you throughout my childhood and I just loved you both on the show. So this is just a huge fan moment of mine. And I'm so excited to have you both on my channel. This is great. So thank you. That's how I wanted to start this off is just thank you for your time.
1: No, thank you. It's so exciting to meet you. And and we always love meeting the fans. It still blows. We've talked about this so many times to and I. So he's going to be like, oh, with me. But um, like, we're just amazed that people are, still so passionate and hold such a special place in their heart for this show after all this time so thank you for being one of those amazing people and thank you for having us on so my
0: my gosh of course and when i was going through and i I just wanted to kind of look back and i'm like when did the first episode come out and realizing that it was in october of 2007 i'm like wow holy cow and here we are today so as we kind of kick this off, may I ask for anyone just to catch them up if they're not listening to Wizards of Waverly pod right now? First of all, you guys have to because the guests that you have on in the behind the scenes, it's absolutely incredible. But can we just catch people up as to what you've been up to?
1: Oh, since the show?
0: Yes, since the show. I know that you, okay. you're an ER nurse, right?
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm an ER nurse. Um, so I've been doing that and balancing acting at the same time. And Deloise, what have you've been all over the globe? I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. now.
2: <laughs> a brain <laughs> surgeon. Deluise. You know, a, a friend of mine has a a, a, um, a friend, a neighbor who's a brain surgeon. I'm like, how cool is that? You know, um, I I am married to a wonderful woman, uh, Yulia, who's German. I've been learning German. Uh, you know, I've done a little a couple of acting parts here or there. i produced, uh, a directed um, a scripted podcast called Grandma for President that Jen played a doctor in. Uh, you know, like War of the Worlds, it's all it's all new. Podcasts are happening now. It's just like a thing. But it's it's written and every sound that you hear is there. Um, and, and I have a dog named Tony. I know it's not like
0: a job, but it, it is a
2: job.
1: But he's your fur baby. He's
0: your fur child. A fur baby is a lot of work. I have two fur babies and two naked cats, and they give me a run for my money. I feel like my husband's always saying to me, it's time to have kids. I'm like, (laughs) there is one name going on that birth certificate because I am not ready for that. But yeah, it was interesting to me when I saw that you were doing Wizards of Waverly pod because immediately all of the questions came to my head. One, how did you come up with the idea for those who don't know? And two, did you have to get special permission permission from Disney? No,
2: I mean, Jen, I, I'm going to just say this, how I got involved was Jen stone called me and said, do you want to do this? And I said, yes, of course. Um, (laughs) and, uh, uh, there's, there's a certain amount of what we're allowed to do and everybody's doing it. And I, I I mean, legally, I I'm not a hundred percent. We'll see. Um, but it's, it's, I mean, Disney Channel. Don't
1: say it like that. I mean, don't say it like,
2: like we're doing some shady no, thing. <laughs> no, I mean, listen, I don't know. It's Maybe it's good to be shady, but Disney Channel, my wife pointed out that they commented on one of our things, because yeah. apparently, I like to hold my wand all the time. So, uh, they were like, oh, it's wonderful. So, Disney Channel, at least on social, has agreed that we're doing a good yeah. job, and I'm going to stop with this. We literally are a commercial for the possible reboot. You know what I mean? So it would only benefit them for us to reignite uh, uh, stuff. Right, Jen?
1: Yeah. Well, and it was something that I, um, Brendan, um, who's one of our, uh, who's like the creator of Podco, which is the parent company of Wizards of Waverly Pod, and and has all these really great nostalgic podcasts and is just coming up with all these really cool um, podcasts, approached me and he was like, hey, these rewatch podcasts are really popular would you want to do one? And I'm like, yes, but I definitely don't want to do one by myself because that just seems very narcissistic and very like too much me. I'm not, I've never been, I've, I've had to like learn how to watch myself over the years just for like learning purposes, but I've never been a good person about like watching my own stuff. And like, and I, and I was trying to think from the cast, who do I just love being around and who makes me smile and who makes me happy. And the first person that came to mind was Deluise. So yeah, exactly. Like I, he can't, I can't, you can't help but smile around Deluise. I remember when I first met him, I heard his laugh and I was like, that's somebody that I want to know because his laugh was so infectious and just made you smile even from across the soundstage. And as far as like what we can and can't do, I know a lot of the fans have been like, why can't we see that what the episode that they're referring to? That's the one thing I wish we could do. Cause I know it would make it a little clearer and we watching the episodes, but due to copyright issues, we can't show the actual episode, um, on like our YouTube. Um, but you know, we try to reference it as, as much as we can.
0: Right. Kind of painting the story as much as you can. And by the way, David, you're funny with the wand and you still have the menu from, um, I believe it was the sandwich shop, right? So Mm -hmm. did you just take all the props? No, not
2: all of them. I wish I took more. I would have been, uh, you know, a smart thing to do that and by the way for the for the fans disney plus uh must be very happy because anybody who you know one that want, wants to rewatch the show before we do an episode they can do it right there you know which is which is wonderful i did take all of jerry russo's clothes i did that
0: okay so. that's fair that's but, but fair Adam, you disney... made out like
1: a Jean-Louise, you made out like a bandit you got so yeah. much stuff i i see what you got and i was like i should have taken more i was like oh this is enough I took enough. I shouldn't take any more. I, I was, was too polite. Too
2: kind. I, was I took a back, too kind. A, a back of the chair, which, which uh, I had a couple of them, but I gave Jen one with the, with the wizard's yeah, logo was, on it. Delouise
1: was so sweet. Cause I never got a back of a chair from any project I've ever done. I've never gotten the back of a chair. And Deluise was like, you haven't? And so he gave me one of his, which was very, very kind. Thank
2: you. I did charge her $25,
0: but, you know, she has No, I
1: owe him my firstborn. I owe him my firstborn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. We're getting right into it like that. You know, <laughs> obviously, we know your dad is such a legend. And I kind of want to get a little uh, backstory here. Would you say that your dad was a big part in inspiring your career?
2: Oh yeah, you know it's funny. I, I don't really feel like I've had a career, you know, because I feel like a career's choices. I had a, a a baby when I was twenty one, so my career was please give me a job. I just need to pay the bills, you know. Um, but my dad influenced me. So I was born and we were doing improv at the table, and you know, and and who can make me laugh the fastest? Who can make me cry? Or you know, it was just it was always a, a performance. Um, my, my god parents are uh, Anne Bancroft and Mel Brooks. Uh, everybody who my parents were, you know, friends with and worked with, I hung out with Gene Wilder, Gilda Radner, Dick Van Dyke, you know, uh, Carl Reiner, so many, uh, Bill Reynolds, you know, all these people, I can't even list all of them, but they were just, you know, family friends, but they were all like super famous and really nice. You know, these are really special people that I got to grow up with. But my dad was such an influence on me. And, you know, I, if I ever made a mistake or something on wizards or any job, you know, your instincts just kick in. And when that happens, I just kind of embody my dad. And, and a lot of people will go, you were just like your dad there. And I go, well, it's because I forgot what I was going to do. And he, you know, helped me, but I learned a lot from my, my, both my parents and and my, mom. Uh, used to say that everybody has a gift to give. So whenever I was going to an audition or something, she would always say, give your gift. So that's what I say to the to the kids now. So
0: I love that. And Jennifer, for you, you know, we touched on this briefly, but now that you're an ER nurse, I was going to ask you, you know, how often you still audition, but that has to be an interesting balance for you.
1: Yeah, it's it can be a little hard. Um, I know that like they disproved the whole like left brain, right brain mentality, but it still kind of works in my mind. Um, because like I have to, I have my nurse brain and my acting brain. And so I try to turn off the nursing brain, but sometimes when like auditions will come, like just last week, oh man, it was rough. I had three shifts in a row that were just really rough shifts. And um, and then I had an eleven page audition to do on my one day off before I went back in for another shift. So my brain was just like, (laughs) my brain was just like, where are we? Who are? What are we doing? Are we titrating meds? Are we embodying another character? Like, where are we? So sometimes flipping back and forth can be really tricky. Um, and and that's where like, you know, I just really have to focus really hard. Like yesterday, I went from you know cleaning up a lady who. Or, to be perfectly blunt, would not stop pooping herself. To hear talking with with you, who's such a lovely person, so it's like it's just kind of, and it's also kind of like a weird, like just like brain thing where it's like just the different realities are very odd. So I just have to stay very focused of like okay, staying in the present moment. It, it's a constant exercise in that of being very present. And sometimes I succeed at it and sometimes I don't, but it's like a constant reminder and exercise of being present because otherwise it doesn't work because it's too many, too many different brains, too many different like parts of, you know, my thought process and, and things that I have to access.
0: It's like you have to compartmentalize.
1: Exactly. Very much so.
0: Yeah. And I it's couldn't weird be like, more proud of you, Jen. And
2: I, I know it's weird, but. When you talked about cleaning someone's poop, that is like the ultimate. I can't I can't even I hate, uh, think about no, doing...
1: So every nurse has like a bodily fluid they hate, and mine's poop. I hate poop. I hate oh. it. I can deal with blood. I can deal with guts. I can deal with like throw up. I can, I've been vomited on so many times, but like poop, I hate it. I hate it. So literally yesterday, I was like, Ugh. like I, I just... I, but you're that's doing that's the one you're, I can't do either. But well, somebody's but, got but, to.
2: Yeah, but you're taking care of these people. I'm just saying
0: I'm proud of
1: well, I yes. appreciate it. Sorry. Yes. I and I have so much respect the,
0: for you too, space. as well. I mean, being a nurse is not an easy job. And, you know, like you said, again, going back to the auditioning of it all, I had a little segue here for you because I believe I was going through your podcast and I didn't realize you briefly mentioned that you originally auditioned for Alex, right? Not Harper.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I go ahead. Oh, no, yeah. please.
1: No, no, no. I was <laughs> I, I I don't know if that was Disney's way, because originally I had auditioned for Alex. I sent a tape in back when we sent like VHS or like DVDs, like mailed them in. That's What's the a VHS? Way. Yeah, exactly. It's a it's like a beta, but um <laughs> but um so and then I just never heard anything back. And then all of a sudden they were like, We're going to network. Um, we want you to come read for the friends. And I was like, Well I can't, because it just it wasn't a series regular at the time. And to be honest, like I didn't have the money at the time. Like I was, I was, I had gone through all of my like acting money because I funded me going out to California from Texas, my whole career. My parents never paid for that, which I appreciate because it helped me work harder and it taught me a really good work ethic. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I couldn't afford to. So I told them no. And so sometimes I wonder if They had me audition for Alex just to get me out there to audition for Harper. (laughs) But yeah, ultimately, yeah, ultimately, um, I went out there in preparation for Alex, not
0: Harper. Well, and I mean, of course, everything happens for a reason, right? And yeah. you still, because you ended up going out there, you still made it on the show. And I was laughing so hard when it was like, Jennifer was in on it and Selena was in on it. But David's like, I thought it was one season. And I'm like, <laughs> I thought you just knew that this is Disney.
2: Thank you, Adam. Now, typically network television, like NBC, CBS, all those things prior to Disney Channel, i you would do six episodes or nine episodes and you you know or or 12 and you get your back nine and you know every nobody told him disney channel was totally different (laughs) i didn't didn't know that also i didn't know about the residuals were like basically zero but but you know i mean listen i loved being on the show and I, i loved playing jerry russo and we we really had a good family of of everyone who worked on the show but uh I didn't. I passed on the pilot. I I, I was like, I can't do this.
1: You love too- to remind people this. We know you were too cool for the pilot.
0: I'm sorry. What, Jen?
1: Uh, <laughs> as uh, as he flexes his my I time.
0: love this dynamic <laughs> so much. If in if. You weren't listening to Wizards of Waverly Pod before. I mean, you guys do this the entire time. The banter is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> and, you know, you you also touched on this a little bit too. Actually, it was David who mentioned it. But, you know, doing this podcast and reminding people about the show. And it really, for me, it, it did just that. I remember where I was when I was watching the show, how invested I was into the show. And, you know, there are so many reboots happening now where we had... Hillary Duff, who was trying to do Lizzie McGuire, but then she kind of was like, eh, "I don't know about that." It wasn't the direction she thought. But then we got that. So Raven, Fuller House. This is something that obviously, if they came back to you with, we would be interested, right?
1: It's something that I think, I think every like our cast. We just had this great like dinner with a lot of our writers from the show, and and, and Peter, who we just had the episode. Um, on um who was our like showrunner and, and our executive producer and one of our writers, um, where we talked about that. And everybody has such a like special, it was such a unique experience because it was such a special time for everybody. And, and it's very rare in this business that it's not a job you clock in, clock out, and leave. And so it was something that was really special for everyone involved. And so I think we would all really love to do it. But the the tricky part is getting everyone back together and also having the right story. Because just like with like Hillary Duff with the Lizzie McGuire reboot, if it's not right for people to have been waiting for so long, like there's nothing worse than like waiting 10 years for something or 20 years. And then the story sucks. Yeah. Like the the thing is, is like, like you don't want to be a fan of something and then you finally get it after all this time and it sucks. And so that's the biggest thing is like the challenge of getting everyone back together to tell the right story. And that's, that's what we really want to make sure happens.
0: Do you think that it would totally have to be, would you have to have every single person, including, you know, Selena to be in, or could you also like kind of full house? If you have one person who might have a scheduling conflict, like Mary Kate and Ashley did not want to do fuller house. Can you just write like, okay, well she moved over to England. So she's not here right now. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's possible. Like I said, our, our writers are so talented for me. Um, I was just talking to Peter the other day about this for me, like it would be really important that our someone from our writing, like original writing group was at the helm of creating that story because they know those voices so well. And we saw, and we talk about this in the podcast where we saw with the Wizard's movie, when someone outside of our like wizards family tries to create and tell those stories and speak for those characters, it just doesn't work because they don't know them as well. And so for me, it's like, as long as it comes from one of our original writers, um, and the story makes sense, then, you know, if not everybody wants to come back, then okay. But like I said, ultimately, telling the right story, I think, is very important.
2: And if I may add, Adam, um, Selena has said she wants to do it. You know what I mean? I I, I really do think that she would love to to go back in there and play Alex. I mean, as she said, it was like her favorite time in her life, you know? Well,
1: I don't think it's a matter of whether she wants to or not. It's just that girl's busy. Yeah, that's, timing. that's that's the schedule is. Oof, I don't know how she got it. I'm gonna
2: it. call Steve Martin and Marty Short and tell them <laughs> to take a break. And then Take we'll a break, guys. And I don't know if I want to do a real reboot. I'd like to do like a, a maybe like six episodes or a, a movie or or that kind of thing. You know, I think it would be good and realistically to get all of us, it would be I think a, a reality to have us do you know
1: a smaller uh, time frame.
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah. That makes sense. I also wanted to ask you, since it was Disney, if when it came to getting your script, if you ever either one of you gave a little pushback and you were like, "Mm, this doesn't really speak to the character I've been playing for the last two seasons, maybe once you really got into it, or if it was whatever you know your writer said that's what you had to do.
2: If Jen, if I may, I I was I was skinny in the beginning. And then I had a television shows. I kind of ate some food (laughs) and I got a little bigger. um, And, you know, I was okay with, there were, there were some, you know, fat jokes and cheap and all that stuff. And then I lost a bunch of weight in between season three and, and four. And I started like, I was pretty svelte and they still were doing fat jokes. And I was like, It doesn't make sense. Like, we need to move on to something else, you know? I thought our writers were very clever, and that was the only thing that I ever pushed back on. Jen, was there anything that you had? No.
1: Well, but Adam, I think to answer your question on kind of a bigger scale of like Disney um, with creative, because like the entertainment industry has always been about, you know, business versus creativity, right? Like, commerce meets creativity. Um, and I think with Disney, actually, Deleuze, I'll never forget you said this. Cause you were talking, I remember on set, we were talking about, yeah, you, you, he's like, um, I'm, the it, I'm the guy, I'm
0: the guy, I'm the
1: guy. He's like, I don't even remember my wisdom. Um, but no, you were talking about like, uh, I can't remember what battle you were fighting with them because it, it's, they, they very much do stick their, you know, they they very much do stick. I'm trying to think of the meta, the turn of phrase I'm looking for, um, uh, the but their nose in it. No, but they, they like they they stick their feet in and they don't budge much. You know, once they've really decided on something, they, it's hard to get them to budge. So you have to pick your battles. But you said that it's like getting in a boxing ring with a bear. You might win a few rounds, but you're not going to win overall. So you really have to win your you really have to pick your battles of like, is this something that like I'm willing to walk away from this or I'm willing to, you know, and that's why like Peter and in, in our most recent episode, Peter Marietta, he we missed him so much because he fought a lot of those battles to keep the integrity of the show, to make it unique, to elevate it from, you know, the typical Disney model, um, because, you know, I don't know why they can be like that. And, and, and obviously they know something's working well because they've created so many great things. But, yeah, there can be some things where it would be nice if like they let the creativity and the people creating the thing have a little bit more room to experiment and grow, and 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 to be less formulaic about it. And so that there's can be of, kind of the challenge there, because you do have to pick your battles. Yeah, there's
2: a lot of cooks in the kitchen, and if there's five yeah. network executives and nobody, everybody goes great, then they don't they don't need to be there. They have to. Yeah, no. Sometimes
1: jobs. sometimes they'll come up with things even if there's not a problem, just to have something to say, which yeah. can be frustrating.
0: Interesting. You know, yeah. on top of this, especially since it is Disney and this is, was such a huge show, I feel like you hear so many times where people are so known for one specific show they did in their career. And then they go out and about and people call them by that character name, or it's like, they can't shake that. Did either one of you ever experience this? Because me personally, if I saw you, Jennifer, just naturally, I'd want to be like Harper. And then also <laughs> David. I, like, I feel like you were everyone's dad on Disney, you know, along with a few yeah. of the others, but. I can see where that might be like, okay, that was that, that show came out in 2007. What are we doing?
2: It didn't. I love that. I mean, listen, I I said earlier that we didn't get a lot of residuals. You know, when you do a television show and you do 106 episodes, you know, you, you make a lot of money down the road as well, which we didn't, but the residual effect of that was the people knowing me as the dad, as Jerry Russo, I got a lot of other jobs because of that, which was really nice. You know, that was the residual effect for me. And I, I'm happy with that. I mean, I've done other work and I just was recognized for doing Stargate. I did four episodes of that. And, you know, there's some other things that stick in people's fan in in their, in the fans brains, you know, but I love being recognized as Jerry Russo. I was just in Mexico and I, all these, you know, there was like a a college going on vacation and they all sang the, the funky junky hat song to Jen and, You know, and they all love the podcast, you know, and what we hear a lot is you were my childhood. I mean, I think, Adam, you even said that, you know, so that makes us feel so good. Listen, my dad was in the business for a very long time, so I watched what happened. You work here. Part of you working here in the entertainment business is being recognized. You lose a little bit of your, you know, your personal time, but that's part of the job. You know, if I see someone and they're like, "Hey, Jerry Russo," I'm like, "Hey, hi, how are you?" You got a phone? Let's take
1: a picture. Ah, done. That's all it takes. Uh, yeah. Someone very happy. You know, it, it's so, it's a gift. I think. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to cut you I, off, David. Oh,
2: I'm done. I'm done. By the way, I'm going to take a selfie of all of us right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, no, so I I, I I completely agree with David that it's I think it's a gift to have like to be able to make someone's day so easily, and I know like just like transitioning into nursing and, and having people come into the hospital on, on a really bad day. Cause like in the ER people don't come there when they're, they're having a good day, you know? And so, and I have like, if they recognize me there, which happens all the time, they get, I, I have the chance to make a bad day better, you know? And so it's like to have that gift of having like that kind of influence and to have something that you love to do in acting mean something to other people is such a gift. I'd be lying if I didn't say that it, it hadn't affected I think acting for me moving forward because I think I I still struggle with people seeing me as like the quirky best friend and and people having a hard time not seeing me um because even I mean you and I are the same age I'm I'm 30 and I still have a hard time playing my age because people I think have this reference of me younger um and so that aspect of it um has been challenging moving, just transitioning from a child to an adult actor. But as far as the fans are concerned, it's a gift. It's so sweet and it's so kind every time someone comes up. So someone calling me Harper, that's just a fan of the show. That's just lovely. It's just like it's its to have someone love watching you do what you love to do. How can that not be a blessing?
0: I agree with that. I think, like you said, people coming up and acknowledging you and just I don't feel like anyone would associate a negative memory with any of you or your show or your cast. I think it's just all of the feel-good feelings. So, yes, yeah. how can that not feel good? And, you know, kind of to move on from that, I wanted to ask you, because David came out with a question And I went through and I was listening to the last few episodes of the podcast. And once I started listening to the first one, I needed to listen to the second. I kept going. and I (laughs) love the behind the scenes and I love bringing other people on. And one of the other questions that you asked, and this actually goes back to when you had Selena on, you said, what has been your biggest mistake? And I was waiting for both of you to say maybe your biggest mistake, but you didn't. But you asked the question, which I love. You're like, what's been your biggest mistake? But... I'm not saying mine. So, David, <laughs> would you true. like to start? Or do you or think, you think ladies first?
2: Uh, uh, getting married to uh, my first wife? Wait a minute. Are oh. we talking about the show? <laughs> 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 um, my biggest mistake on the show, I'm thinking, you know, it, there wasn't a lot of um, uh, mistakes. Uh, Jen, do you have one right ready? Or yeah, no? I
1: do have one. Uh, I mean, okay. I kind of said... Because looking back on it, because you know, you know how it is like when you have hindsight, it's always a lot clearer, but you know, looking back on it, I wish that I had again stayed in the moment more and just appreciated where I was and 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 each episode as it came. So, I think my biggest mistake looking back was looking forward too much. I think as a kid, I was I was a perfectionist and I I was very I I was very work-driven and I loved acting. I just was very focused on my career and that that kind of illusionary concept and so I was very much of like okay well what's next what's the next thing and so my biggest mistake I think was not focusing on what's now and and focusing too much on what's next
0: wow I feel like we should put that on some merch that was beautiful
2: (laughs) yeah that was good and now I'm gonna totally ruin it with my answer (laughs) uh the the reunion the alex versus alex Mm -hmm. thing i negotiated because we were out of contract and it was a new negotiation and i uh i wanted to negotiate better is what i'm saying that would have been something because i i felt like we did a lot of good work for disney and that that you know disney doesn't uh as we have careers disney doesn't pay you to, to match that, you know, um, as we did a good job, I don't think the compensation is there. So that's my mistake. Well, their uh, justification
1: I, though for that is that you get a platform. We hear that yeah. a lot of like, well, we you don't if, if you don't do it, someone else will. and and you also get this platform out of it, which is true. but I, I, I understand because uh, believe me, I, I I feel that as well.
2: We had so much more ability to negotiate on on the mm-hmm. on the Alex yeah. versus Alex. so, my, my manager, I mean, I said, it's, it's a big deal when you say no and you pass on something. So I actually said no. And then they, we were negotiating, you know, because Disney doesn't negotiate. They say, we're not negotiating. And then you ask for stuff and they're like, ah, I don't know. So I'm going to just say that was my biggest mistake. Not negotiating better on the reunion.
0: (laughs) All right. Listen, at least we changed it up from the ex-wife, right? I think that sure. was a better answer.
2: I'm so yeah. much happier in my life now. So I'm, I'm, I'm very happy uh, now. I, was, I had a hard time then. So.
1: And Yulia is wonderful. I'm in love with yes. Yulia as well. Yes. So my,
2: my, my wife is wonderful now.
1: Yes.
0: Oh. Well, I know that you both, obviously, you're very busy. So do you mind, before I let you go, if I ask you two more questions?
1: Yeah, of course. Go of course not.
0: OK, so my next question is now that we're doing Wizards of Waverly pod, I was going to say, actually, that's three questions because I asked you the first question and wasted one of my two questions. It's tricky.
2: We're genies.
0: <laughs> now that we're doing Wizards of Waverly pod, what would you say that your longevity is with this podcast? Like, what are your hopes for it as you continue on?
2: I know, Jen, you're a lady, but I'm going to go first.
1: No, please. You were so polite. You raised your hand like you're in class, please.
2: (laughs) My hope is that Jen and I do this forever. And it's not just about Wizards. Uh, Obviously, we have 106 episodes, a movie, and a reunion that we can can go. And also, we're doing a lot of Q&A, and we're doing interviews I hope to have every single person who worked on that show come in and talk to us because I love everybody's perspective, you know, and, and I'm sure you'll tell everybody, but they should follow us on Instagram and you can watch it on YouTube. And, you know, it's a, it's a good production. I think, I think it looks nice. It's nice to, to kind of watch it as well. Um, so, and it comes out on Mondays and if you watch it, you get to see my
0: wand. And I mean, you might as well just bring all the props. Go back to the yeah. storage and get all of the props that you took, and let's just bring them all in for Wizards of Waverly Pod. I love it.
1: We have uh, a very crowded really, studio.
2: I really do hope that Jen and I just kept... I mean, we can, we can move on to other entertainment things. I mean, this is something we can... As long as people are enjoying what we're doing, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be only uh, uh, talking about the show after... Uh, 200 yeah. episodes. Well, and, like I said,
1: we have plenty of episodes to get through. I mean, we're not even through the first, we're not even close to being done with the first season. So like, yeah. because between actual rewatch episodes, the guests, we're also thinking about adding an element of maybe adding some like fans in that weren't even on the show so that we can talk about what they loved about the show and maybe revisit some episodes with them. So there's a lot of elements we can add to just like kind of enhance the whole fan experience of Wizards of Waverly Pod. And so that's something that like, we can add a lot more than 108 episodes just for the rewatches. So we, we've got some time. If people still keep loving it, and like David said, if they follow Wizards Pod on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and keep tuning in on Apple and Spotify, then the more love we get, the longer we can go.
0: Well, yeah. there you have it, guys. That means we have to show all the love because we don't want David or Jennifer to go anywhere. Now- <sighs> Okay, Adam, okay. I have a question oh, yeah. for you. Yes, of course. I saw
2: <laughs> I that <Alex> you interviewed <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm a big fan of Beverly Hills housewives. And I saw that you interviewed uh, Kathy was it, did that, did you, I didn't watch the whole thing, but did you enjoy talking to her? Oh
0: yes, absolutely. So Kathy actually, it's a funny story. Um, I reached out to her on Instagram because she doesn't do interviews like that. And I reached out to her and I said, Hi, Kathy, here's my channel. Gave her everything. And I said, I would love to do an interview with you. And she DM'd me back and she said, Oh, absolutely. Just reach out to my assistant, Emmy. So then it took me like three months of reaching out again DM, DM, DM. Who is Emmy? And I went on my (laughs) channel one day and I was like, I don't know who the hell Emmy is. And someone took this took this little like clip of what I said and they put it on Instagram and tagged Kathy and she thought it was so funny. I'm sitting there uh. in the bathtub one night and I get a message. Hi, Adam, it's Emmy. And it was on my email. And she's like, we saw your clip. Kathy thought it was hilarious. And that's how that happened. So... Yes, amazing. absolutely. And then um, her and her daughter Paris sent us Paris's new cookware line for my wedding present. So Aww. yes, I absolutely love her. And I'm trying now. I'm like, Paris is out here promoting the hell out of her book, her new memoir. I would love to speak yeah. with her. But as you know, come it's on, just
2: Paris, like... come on, Paris should do it. <laughs> and by the way, the fact that Kathy actually knew her assistant's name is amazing. Because if you watch the show, there's one part where Kyle was like, Who's, who's helping you on? She's like, the lady. the lady. The lady. She didn't even know the word.
0: Thing. My gosh, the housewives world, I could talk about that for hours. So I actually, I i worked for Lisa Vanderpump off and on for seven years. So oh I've just been God. around everyone He's in so the production exciting. and Vanderpump Rules. And they were trying to get us on. In the very beginning, it was sort of like they didn't have a, a member, a representative of the LGBTQIA plus community. But then that was in a story that I felt like I could tell on a reality show. And I I never thought about the idea of not being in control over my own narrative. So David, we we should definitely me, you and Jennifer have to grab coffee or a drink one day. I'm ready,
1: Adam. I'm ready I would love that. I've never seen an episode of The Real Housewives, so you guys are gonna have to catch me up. Oh, that just makes it that
0: much more fun.
1: I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm literally I'm like, I know the name Lisa Vanderpump and I know the one with that gets on TikTok and talks of like what's her, I am so sorry. Lisa I'm Rena? so bad. But, no, not least I because I know Lisa Renett, but the one that talks about like what like drugstore makeup is good and which one's good. Oh, Bethany Frankel. Even, Bethany Frankel, thank you. I know those two, but th- other than that, I'm like, wow. No, that
0: that's the best. I love when I mean sometimes, contrary to what especially all of the viewers on my channel believe, housewives, not everyone knows who they are. So I, I mean it's 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 weird. It's like a little cult following yeah. of past wives but that's okay yeah. you that's know, a breath of fresh air you're in the know you're in the know and
2: i only watch the the og and uh, that's that's where i am so i'm in oh my god it's just
1: sorry and
2: adam again. i'm also
1: adam i love like random side note i love David and my dynamic, cause I know when we first started the podcast, we were like, what a weird pairing, like the dad and the friend on the show. But David and I have always had this weird dynamic where like, I'm younger and he's older, but he keeps me young with like, just his like natural, like young, like energy and his youthfulness. And like also too, with his references to stuff like this, that I'm like, I don't watch that. What is that? And then, you know, and then I'm just like a 45 year old or like the Arthur on the inside. So <laughs> we kind of weirdly balance each other out and we always have. So this is just another example of that.
0: <laughs> David's like a big kid and you're like an old soul in there. Yeah, yeah exactly. We, we come exactly. down
1: there
2: like, I'm here,
0: you, yeah, we get yeah. more even. I love, this. I love this. And to end us off, because again, I know that you both are so busy. I wanted to ask you, are there any upcoming projects that we should be looking out for? Or should we really just, let's focus all of our attention to into Wazer, or Wizards of Waverly pod. I'm sorry. I've literally been running around. Yeah. Wizards of Waverly Pod, because there's so much to come.
1: It's, you know, it's, we're just getting started with Wizards of Waverly Pod. So just keeping focused on on that and making sure we build it into a show that the fans love and, and can just make someone smile on the start of their week on Mondays is what we're really focused on right now. And just making yeah. sure that we make sure it's a really good, well-rounded show that the fans love. And we're trying to listen to the fans and see like what they're enjoying, what they're not liking and adjusting it accordingly. So that's yeah. that's kind of, it's a it's a lot of work, as you know, Adam, like yeah. getting a show going, getting it started, getting all of like the pieces operating well. And so it's it's a lot to focus on right now. So yeah. between everything <laughs> David has in his life and me in my life, getting that going and balancing all of that as well, it's a lot, it's
2: plenty. Very. We're very, very busy, busy, Adam. But I'll tell you this. We do, we do. I have an acting school, the AGB, Actors Giving Back. And we work, we do like a course for six, seven weeks. Jen's one of the teachers. And, you know, kids, you can go to the Instagram and check that out. But uh, uh, it's really nice to work with kids. Because if you can make a, a, a difference, just a little difference mm-hmm. in someone's life like that, and it's not just about turning them into actors, but getting to know themselves, it really feels good to to work with kids, you know? So I, I enjoy teaching is what I'm I'm doing now too.
0: And he's a great teacher. Amazing. I mean, you, you both are so connected in so many different ways. This is fascinating. And I wish I could be selfish and steal so much more of your time because I have like 500 more questions, but... <laughs> Jennifer and David, thank you so much for joining me. This has been—I feel like I took a trip down memory lane, except I actually got oh, to, to speak with you and not just watch you on TV. So this is great. Thank you so thank much, you, Adam. Do you still thank talk you, to Adam. Lisa or no? Yes, Lisa I believe. <laughs> I believe I'm going to be. I know. I love this. I believe. Are
2: you going? Oh, if you, whenever you see her, talk to her. You tell her that David Deluise is her number one fan. Hashtag number one fan.
0: Okay, I, I'm going to tell her why. <laughs> I love that Jennifer sits there and covers her face too, and she's like, "David, no." She's like, "You are being a fan." No. Literally,
1: I've seen him geek out only about Nicolas Cage this much. So it's Nicolas Cage and Lisa oh. Vanderpump. Those are his two oh. like.
0: Those, what are a combo. Two go, those are the two. Those are the two go tos. <laughs> hey, those are that's a great combo. So we're not mad at you for it, David. Sure. We're not no, like, it's a okay, great good. combo.
1: Random <laughs> combo, but a great combo.
0: He's like, all right, after this, I am super busy. I'm about to go watch the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills.
2: I'm (laughs) I'm waiting for the next episode. I mean, the next season. Are you kidding? Yeah.
0: Well, you might have to wait until the fall, friend, but they will be back before we know it.
2: Yeah.
0: Thank you so much, David and Jennifer. We appreciate you. And we will all go follow Wizards of Waverly Pod on all social media handles, right? All social media. Yeah.
1: Wizards Pod, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube.
0: Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. right. Thank you, you, Adam. And we will be listening. Thanks, Adam. All right.
2: Bye, guys. Thank you.
1: Seeking the truth never gets old.